0: Thank you much, Monsieur Momifé. Well, it's that time of year for us to talk about some evil and spooky things. And today we're going to be rating and reviewing some demons. And no, we're not encouraging people to think positively about demons, but we are going to talk about some serious things regarding evil. And welcome to Kingdom of the Logos. It's a Christian program of critical thinking and adventure.
1: Kingdom of the Logos is produced by clergy in the Church of the Nazarene. And this is our program that we will be presenting a spooky special. I'm Pastor Amanda Sparrow.
0: And I'm Pastor Jay Dillon Proctor. And I'm Anthony Alegria.
1: Today we're gonna to be rating demons. And again, this will probably be said a 100 more times, we are not in any way favoring demons. Um, we're merely looking at some and seeing how creative or spooky they may be.
0: But without further hesitation, let's go ahead and jump into this list of demons that we're going to rate and review, sort of like when would do on Yelp or anywhere else online. And on that note, please send us a review of our podcast and program. <laughs> Hopefully you'll rate it higher than we will these demons. Um, <laughs> please think favorably of us. And if not, well, give us a, a contact and we'll we'll work on that. All right. So today we're going to be talking about evil spirits from the lesser key of Solomon. And if you know what the key of Solomon is, we've talked about it before in the podcast. It's an ancient grimoire. grimoire. It's a book of, well, evil spirits. And the book claims that it was produced by King Solomon. And that's King David's son there in the Old Testament. But the book may have actually appeared only in the 14th century. So... It may be several hundred years old, it may be several thousand years old, we don't really know, but it is old, whether it's extremely ancient or just a little bit old, we don't know. But what we're going to be doing is Anthony will read the description of a, a spirit, a demon, and Amanda and I will then rate them on a 1 to 5 star scale, and the scale is going to be how terrifyingly creative they are, because again, some demons are just plain boring. So we'll get right into that. So, Anthony? Anthony? If we can, begin. The first we'll start with is Marbus. He is
2: the fifth spirit. He is a great president and appeareth at first in the form of a great lion, but afterwards, at the request of the master, he putteth on human shape. He answereth truly of things hidden or secret. He causeth diseases and cureth them. Again, he giveth great wisdom and knowledge in mechanical arts and can change men into other shapes, he governeth thirty-six legions of spirits, and his seal is this, which is to be worn as aforesaid, and that seal is at
0: the bottom right corner of this picture. All right, so a lot of questions here. One, who is the master that is doing this, Amanda? Do you know who the master is?
1: No, I, I don't know. It is capitalized, which gives me um, a kind of a little bit of a pause as to what exactly or who exactly they're referring to. But I don't know. It could be just the person that's um invoking the said spirit but it does seem odd you would want to change your, your demon from a lion to a person cause, huh?
0: yeah it seems just sort of a moot point yeah. I mean if you're going to be having a demon you might as well have him looking gross I mean yeah. I, I no. don't get it actually that makes total that sense
2: if you did have one it'd be way cooler to have him as a lion than to have him as a man and yeah.
1: especially in this picture you get kind of like a half of half half and half versions where he ends up just kind of looking just kind of like 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 a like a just a thug from, and not even like a really good thug, just like one from an elementary school gang, like just something really weird where he's trying to be thug, but he, he's not accomplishing that well.
0: Yes, and <laughs> actually, when we were getting show prep ready, we had decided that he's the is the great president of an elementary school gang.
1: <laughs> that's it. That's all. That's all he can do. So I think I would rate him um, with a two as far as uh, creative spookiness goes.
0: And he is one of great mechanical knowledge, and he has his legions of spirits. I actually think this is the one. Who, back in the 90s when they were designing the C5 Corvette, he said, you know what? Put that torque tube bumper up under there. It's a seemingly useless piece of metal. Put 38 bolts on it. (laughs) Each of them be a little bit too long to inconveniently get off there. And also, move that engine back just an inch so it's not easy to take out the top. Which, of course, according to the establishment, it doesn't come out the top at all. And since I don't want my kneecaps broken, I'm not going to disagree with the Corvette establishment. (laughs) But anyways... He does has his legion of demons which go in all modern cars and make them almost irreparable with all their electrical gremlins. So, um, the gang leader, the president of an elementary school gang, and also a modern automotive engineer, <laughs> um, Barbus. I, I'm going to or Marbus. I'm going to give him a two and a half star out of five. I should rate him lower than that, but it takes some creativity to have the arbitrary boxes and stuff they put in modern cars. So. <laughs> We'll we'll give him a two out of five.
2: I will say, in this picture, he does almost have this, like, thuggalicious fur coat going on. If you notice, like, the cuffs and the sleeves, it almost looks (laughs) like it's fur itself.
0: And, like, the weird pseudo-gang signs. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. And Just all weird. All weird.
2: All right. So, moving on, we have next Valifor. He is the sixth spirit, and he is a mighty duke, and appeareth in the shape of a lion with a Not as nice word as this donkey's head, which is bellowing. He is a good familiar, but tempeth them he is a familiar of to steal. But tempeth them he is a familiar of to steal. He governeth ten legions of spirits. His seal is this, which is to be worn whether thou wilt have him for a familiar or not. And that is also in the bottom right hand corner.
1: Yeah, so this was so familiars are kinda of usually they're they're animals that um help witches or warlocks or um in this sense magicians. Um and he does not seem like he'd be a very good familiar. One, because he tempts you to steal. Um and then two because he is very um just there, very large. <laughs> usually familiars are cats or birds or something small and, and, and comforting. And he's rather ugly and
0: Yeah, he's not very creative. You know, uh, I feel like a a four year old could be like, uh, let's do lion with a not so nicest word as donkey for a head. Um yeah, I think that one is is lost on all of us. Um not terribly creative. And again, these things are evil. They're not something which is a, a product of God. They're something which is not begotten from God. They're not even something derived from God or created in the image of God or with any characteristics of God. Instead, they are abominations. They exist in the absence of things which are derived from God. And one of the things that we find about this, even in the last one, the ambiguous master there, he wants to take the evil from looking obvious and then conceal that. And now we have here this evil friend, which is basically the bad peer pressure wanting you to do things you shouldn't do. Um, these things are the evil are evil but again he's just doing peer pressure and he's quite ugly and because he's ugly and nothing more than peer pressure i'm gonna give him a one out of five he gets a a low rating for me meta what do you think
1: i think i'm gonna give him a three and the reason i'm gonna give him a little bit higher is because i think this drawing even though the demon himself is is rather um strange um the drawings rather interesting and there is something captivating about him that um as much as i would not want him to be my familiar um uh, I think I maybe would want to wish him on my worst enemy, so <laughs>
0: mm. <laughs> that might be good. And again, this is done for comedy purposes. We yes. are not wishing anything on enemies, and nor <laughs> we encourage you to have demons. I know earlier we were talking about them being possibly creative. These things are, they're know? bornless. They're, yes. they're evil. Um, full disclaimer there. Awesome. Uh, the next one, Anthony, what do we have next? So what, what was our rating on that? I said one out of five. You said three out I of five. I said three. Okay. So, yeah. We're good. Moving on. Our next is Amon.
2: The Seventh Spirit. He is a Marquis, great in power and most stern. He appeareth like a wolf with a serpent's tail, vomiting out of his mouth flames of fire. But at the command of the magician, he putteth on the shape of a man with dog's teeth beset in the head of a raven. Or else like a man with a raven's head, simply... If that were even simple, he telleth all things past and to come. He procureth feuds and reconcileth controversies between friends. He governeth forty legions of spirits.
0: His seal is this which is to be worn as aforesaid. His his seal also looks like that of a Windows computer. When you you hear this coming out, it does sound like a Windows computer. A lot of things sound sort of good independent of one another, like some nice RAM or maybe a good solid-state drive or even specs on pixels in a screen or something's processing power, the CPU. But yet, when it all comes together, it is that which gives and also takes away. It knows the future and the past, and all of it mean it's time for an update. <laughs> and all of it's going to be worse than anything you could have before. And especially when you see drawings of it put together, it all looks quite terrible. And I mean, even right now, there's two Windows computers running this program, and they're all waiting to do updates and hate <laughs> us all. So I think Amman is probably best seen in the modern world as that. But he actually is pretty creative. I'll give you my rating after Amanda shares her thoughts.
1: Oh, yeah, I think there is some creativeness in it. It, it, it is a, a mash of various animals, and you, you almost aren't sure. Like, if you just see the picture, you can definitely say, like, that's a snake tail or, or snake kind of bottom half, but you're not – you don't know what the front – like, is it a monkey? Is it an owl? Is it – I don't understand. Um, they but did
2: y- manage to mash mammals, reptiles, birds, and let's just give them – the benefit of the doubt with this serpent language and maybe even like fish, into one creature. Sure.
1: Yeah. It, yeah. So definitely creative. So I think I'm gonna give him a, a, a four, um, as far as a spookiness and creativity goes.
0: I can give him a four as well. Okay. Um, you know, Windows computers, you need them. <laughs> There's some good things to them. They can run more than one camera at the same time. The Macs have problems with that. The, the Mac has a much better sound chip. Yeah, Windows, computer, four out of five stars. <laughs> okay. And that fifth star is the one that gets you every time, straight from the, the billows of the void. Our next is either
2: Barbatos or Barbados. Barbados. I like Let's Barbados more myself. It is more fun. This is the eighth spirit, and he is a great duke and appeareth when the sun is in Sagarity. Sagittarius With four noble kings and their companies of great troops, he giveth an understanding of the singing of birds and the voices of other creatures, such as the barking of dogs. He breaketh the hidden treasures open that have been laid out by the enchantments of magicians. He is of the order of virtues, of which some part he retaineth still, and he knoweth all things past and to come, and reconcilieth friends and those that be in power. He ruleth over thirty legions of spirits.
1: So this is, <laughs> yeah. For, um, I don't even know where to start with him. I'm gonna just go right with the rating and say a one. Um, he, he's he's pretty pretty lame. He's like the Hawkeye of the demon world <laughs> that time travels. Um, yeah, it doesn't seem like he can do much. Like, why why would you want to know? The, the meaning of the singing of birds. And then also he, he only comes in the time of the Sagittarius, which Google tells us is late November to late December. So one month. He, he has power for one month to tell you what birds say.
0: <laughs> so the time-traveling Hawkeye of the demon world, you notice how it talks about he is from the order of virtue. And I think you'll find this throughout all the demons. And you'll find this throughout heresies and things which are notoriously evil throughout human history. A lot of times they're not someone who says, oh, I just love suffering, or oh, I I just love pain. They're not usually masochist people, or even people that are... It's usually people who have an obsession with one virtue that they like at the expense of all the others. Even if you look at something like Nazism or Hitler, Hitler really liked to be clean, and he also wanted to do things like, if I don't think this is healthy in the gene pool, I'll exterminate it. You find that people who choose one virtue at the expense of others... They oftentimes cause a lot of suffering, even though they may not be looking for suffering in the start. They, they're evil, but it's not because of, of necessarily a love for evil as much as they become evil because of a love for one virtue at the expense of others. Another thing about this, do y'all remember there was a trend probably 10, 15 years ago, if, if that long ago, when there was all the whispers, there was like the horse whisper, the dog oh, yes. whisper, the cat <laughs> whisper. That's who this guy is too. He's like the tree whisper, the bird whisper. Um,
2: I will say, when you're looking at him, if you were to see a lineup of our demons, this would be the guy that you thought would let you communicate with the spirits he, or with the animals. He's got, like, you know, his sort of outdoorsy look, and he's got maybe something like a hunting rifle. Yeah, he's I'm got a, sure.
0: a rifle there, which is totally out of place. If this, that's really what throws you for a loop. You're like, this was.
1: King, King Solomon sat down, drew, drew this picture, was like, what is he holding? I don't know. I guess they'll figure it out in a couple thousand they'll, years. They'll find it out.
0: Yeah, <laughs> he's, um, there was that show, The Ghost Whisperer. Whisper. He's the the opposite of the Ghost Whisperer. He's the ghost that, that whispers. whispers. <laughs> yeah. Oh, right. wait, what was your rating? Oh, yeah. You know, he, uh, we'll give him a two out of five. All right. I will say that
2: as far, they should have started with him being able to sh- to let you communicate with dogs because starting out with birds it's like man nobody wants to talk to birds but everybody <laughs> wants to talk to them but
0: dog. here's that the thing is is people will sell their souls like i want to be able to talk to my dog in like english and they'll sell their soul for this and they'll they'll find themselves in in bed with a demon bad things are happening <laughs> but reality i can already talk to charlie pretty well i don't know about you all in duke but charlie charlie the church history dog has a really good way of telling me what he wants and I don't I don't need a demon to help me with Charlie. That one out. Yeah.
2: <laughs> That's true too. Sounds good in theory, but at the same time not worth a soul.
0: Not worth a soul. Um surprisingly. <laughs> just trust the dog. He's he's good enough to talk to you without the demon taking your soul. <laughs> All right.
2: What and do we so got next? Now we move on to Paimon. 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 However this is The pronounced. ninth spirit. A great king and a very and very obedient unto lucifer he (laughs) appeareth in the form of a man sitting on a dromedary with a crown most glorious upon his head there goeth before him also a host of spirits like men with trumpets and well-sounding cymbals and other sorts of musical instruments he hath a great voice and roareth at his first coming and his speech is such that the magician cannot well understand unless he can compel him. This spirit can teach all arts and sciences, and other secret things. He can discover unto thee what the earth is, and what holdeth it up in the waters, and what mind is, where it is, and and any other thing thou mayest desire to know. He hath under him two hundred legions of spirits, Part of them are of the order of the angels, and the other part potentates. Now, if thou callest the spirit Payman or Payman alone, thou must make him some offering, and there will attend him two kings called Labal and Abali, and other also spirits who be of the order of potentiates
0: in this host. And we'll leave his description there, because it goes on forever, and we're (laughs) going to sum it up as TLDR. The demons aren't getting that much of my time. That's where his true true power is. So he does a lot of things which are interesting. And again, to have a serious conversation about evil and the way that evil preys on people, one of the things that he does is he gives dignity, but it also says that he confirms dignity. And there's a lot of people in our world who talk about, oh, you're you're stepping on dignity and stuff like that. A lot of people use that as a ploy. If you're relying on something outside of you to determine your dignity, there's a probably chance that it might be a demon. Like... (laughs) Again, that's one of those things where if, if you have to ask, then the, the answer is probably um, maybe not one that you want to have. And I, I say that seriously. As we come to people in the church, we don't value people based on what the people on TV say about you. We have a, a world where everybody wants to compare themselves to Hollywood. And when we were giving names for each of these demons, I had said that this one is the average Hollywood celebrity. People want to measure their lives by that. And that's how a lot of Hollywood is. They say, oh, we'll give you dignity. We'll give you that. If you just conform to us, we'll hand the dignity over to you. And it's like, no, we're all created in the image of God. And yes, is entered the equation and now people are fallen, but our worth does not come from Hollywood. It doesn't come from someone else dishing it out to us. We're created in the image of God and life is sacred. And on top of that, the virtues and things we have in our life are very important. But We do not value people based on how much you measure up to who's on the screen or something like that. But I could go on that for a while. But, Amanda, I'll let you come in.
1: Well, I think, like, because this demon seems to have one of the longest descriptions. And it's really kind of mundane, weird, random things. Like, yeah, he's going to tell you all the secrets of the world. Like, you could have just said that. But, no, now it has to go through, like, the sea and the land and this and that. Um and then also, I like how it starts off in the way Anthony, you read it was so fantastic. You're like, he's really obedient. And then you kind of took a pause. And so like, as if you were a magician wanting to have demons, that sounds really great until you read that next word that says, LUCIFER in all caps. Um, so yeah, uh, not a very good demon to be summing. He can't do much. And then even when he does, he's really only obedient to, to, uh, Satan. Uh, so I think I'm going to give this particular demon a one again, because, um, just, one, not very scary, and then two, just seems really boring.
0: And for that same reason, I'm going to give it a five, and here's my justification. (laughs) For the exact same reasons that Amanda did, we're not even disagreeing. He is so boring and unimaginative, and you notice he says he can teach you science and arts and everything you want to know and even give you the secret knowledge of the world. This is a Hollywood celebrity. They can get on the TV and teach you about everything, but that doesn't mean they're doing it well or even accurately or even meaningfully. And they pretend that they have some secret knowledge for you. If you will just conform to their ideals, they'll bestow it over to you. No. In our world, God is the one who decides the matters such as divine revelation, not people. We do not need a gatekeeper of things. And the reason why I'm giving him a high rating, because he does deserve a low rating, is because he's such a non-threat. You wouldn't think... You, I mean, you read his description, you're like, oh, too long, did not read, TLDR. You read this stuff, and you're like, don't care. But he's one that can slip under the radar. Mm. He slip under the radar, and before you know it, he's he's on your TV screens, and you're like, oh, give me dignity. Please tell me that I look pretty. Give me another Facebook like. Um, but he's a demon.
2: Our next is Boer or Booer, or maybe even the French pronunciation, He is the 10th spirit and a great president. He appeareth in Sagittarius. And that is his shape when the sun is there. He teaches philosophy, both moral and natural, and the logical art, and also the virtues of all herbs and plants. He healeth all distempers in man and giveth good familiars. He governeth fifty legions of spirits, and his character of obedience is this, which thou must wear when thou callest him forth unto appearance. All right,
0: now it doesn't say how it. It calms and heals and fixes tempers um, quite clearly, and I think Amanda pegged this as well. And I don't remember who I should give credit for for this decision, but Amanda, would you give the the description we have for him?
1: Oh yes, the college professor who hasn't left a college campus <laughs> since graduation. But I, I do love the fact that he he teaches philosophy and is also the um, distributor of herbs. And I will. Let you make your own connection with Draw those your own two conclusions. statements.
0: Draw your own conclusions.
1: <laughs> that is, it is a fantastic um, description of of, it, of a demon.
0: But yeah, in in all honesty, we have people who, and again, I'm not beating up on all college professors. There's been some great ones who have who have been in my life. But you also get people who have been so detached from the real world that they they they've lost it. They've just absolutely lost it. They're they're somewhere like at a university. There's not the sort of checks and balances. Um, the relationships that are there, they're not really any sort of place where there's cause and effect relationships. People, they can come in and sort of do whatever without repercussions. Um, that doesn't work in the real world for a lot of people. and. You'll find a lot of professors who do things, they still work, and especially in the religion department, we have a lot of people who go out and they they still work and they still pastor and things of that nature. And even in hard science fields, you find people who are still active in developing things and engineering things and having application. But then you also get that small wing of people who just stays there in the place of theory and they never have contact with the outside world. They've never left. They were the graduate who hung around afterwards and then they worked their way in. They like their herbs. Um these are the people who they can resolve conflicts, but only if you'll com- conform to them. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. It talks about fixing tempers, but it it also doesn't really explain why. Earlier, there was another demon that says it it provides conflict, it incites conflict, and then it resolves that conflict. There's a lot of people in our world who they like the drama of the world. If they can stir up enough people's feathers, they they want that because that gives them power. If they can see if they can see things in the world where there's chaos they can then swoop in and be the hero so they don't want to create chaos so they can swoop in and be the hero and you see a lot of people who are like this um yeah
1: and also i don't know how much calming tempers a lion head with five cow legs, or whatever those are, can, like, how are you, no, if I saw that swirling around in my, you know, in my philosophy class, I'd be out the window. That's what he does, he does so, a little
2: spinny thing, and then it's like, you know. it like, oh, lulls you, you know. to
1: sleep or something, I don't know. This, this one's <laughs> Just, real, really creepy, really weird, and probably very evil. I'm going to give this one a five.
0: I'm going to give him um, <laughs> see, I'm tempted, I, I agree with everything Amanda said, but I'm tempted to go the opposite direction, because- yeah. He's so obviously corrupt. Where the other one was terrifyingly disturbing because you wouldn't notice him. I'm going to give this one a one out of five because he's too...
1: He's too it, obvious for you? He's too
0: obvious. He needs some... He needs some... Subtlety. Subtlety. Like when you see those legs peeling down the, the road, you're like, no, no, you can't have my soul. No. No. And a couple of them you might look at them and be like, oh my gosh, what
2: sort of freaking nature is that? But this thing? Nope. You nope. see that? That's a demon. He's even got a tricky face. Nope. There's no chance. Nope, nope.